Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. <laughs> My name is Alicia Tobin. <laughs> uh, fuck. I'm here with my friend and my co-ghost, <laughs> Jessica Delisle. Hi, what's going on? What is this felt like a little bit like, oh, I lacked a l- I lost a little bit of my confidence. <laughs> no, right off the top. Great. We were really special guests, guys. <laughs> um, it's been a long time coming. If it wasn't for one of those little things that happened in life that turns into a big thing, she would have been here sooner um blogger designer sometimes actor jasmine lacuco hello hello <laughs> welcome back to walking around feels good so jasmine do you want to just tell us what you've been up to for the past few months uh reclining mm-hmm. for the last couple of months i had an injury called a liz frank injury <laughs> sounds really fancy i like to call it liz frankenstein (laughs) if you saw my foot you would know what i'm talking about i did see yeah stitches was really ugly oh my gosh i had to unsee it (laughs) i remember yeah yeah i posted it on instagram it was gnarly um sometimes i call it lisa frank my lisa frank injury if i want to pretty it up yeah it's rainbow colors uh it could be yeah (laughs) it was at some point yeah and uh, yeah, it basically took me off my feet from the end of October till like a month ago. That's crazy. So it was a long time. How did it happen? So it was like a two-part injury story. The first thing that happened is I was at an audition. Yeah. And it was a second audition for a commercial. So uh, I was there, showed up. I had already done one audition. In the first audition, they had us pretending just to kick. Like, just like pretend you're doing kickboxing. And I was like, okay, fine. It's like a commercial. They want to show somebody like getting in shape, doing that whole thing. And then <laughs> I fall for this commercial so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the second audition, I show up and there's like a bunch of dudes, like fit dudes in short shorts walking around. Swing. No. <laughs> Am I right? Right. Okay. Did their dongle fall out of their shorts? <laughs> Not quite, but it, it was, yeah, I was getting close. Mm. Just teetering <laughs> I'm, on I'm the my eyes because, yeah. you know, but I'm a lady. But peeking through them, you don't need to see dongles <laughs> at work. Um, but yeah, so what happened is they brought in these guys who were all MMA trainers. What the fuck? What was this? Like, so Was this for like, I'm guessing it's a commercial for yogurt because that's no, the only it was actually for a pharmaceutical company. I won't name them because they probably have high powered lawyers. Right. Um, for sure, actually. Like that's a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, like they gave us no warning. They said, okay, you're going to be sparring with this MMA guy in the next audition, in the second audition. So they gave us like a 10 minute, like meet your MMA guy and just, he's going to teach you how to throw some punches and kicks. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, Maybe his dongle will fall out of his shirt. And that's not cheating. <laughs> the cauliflower ears are kind of creepy, but... Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say sexy. No. <laughs> that's creepy. I watch a lot of Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm all ready. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to do this and go into the room. And, of course, it's a room full of agency executives, the producer, the director, the casting director. There's, like, a full house. like, And everybody's, like really fancy and you know they've flown in from other places to like watch the auditions and make their final decision so i'm like ready to you know throw some punches some kicks and 
I throw one punch and then one kick and my leg that was still on the ground just like buckled. (gasps) And like I hit the deck so hard that it was so shocking and embarrassing. And there's this naked guy with like really like in his underwear and a bunch of people and everybody's rushing to see me. And I'm like, I was in such shock that I was actually able to walk away from that. Like I didn't need a car or ambulance or anything like that. I was just in such shock and so embarrassed. And so, you know, I saw the potential money flying out the window because I was like, (laughs) oh, I could get this commercial. I'm so close. And then nothing. So I get home, thought it was okay. Went to the doctor the next day to just like, okay, doctor, like, did (laughs) I like, am I going to die? And He's like, no, it'll be fine. Just go home and, you know, come back in a week or so if it's still hurting. Turn black and fall off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If it's oozing. So fast forward like three days and I'm like, okay, I'm like still kind of sore, but, you know, I'm able to walk. It wasn't like the end of the world. And then um, we had guys coming to our building to test the smoke alarms in our apartment. And I have a small dog. Akiko, she's mm-hmm. very sweet. She's been previous Papo of the week. Papo, oh, yeah, week. formerly, but yeah, she has really big ears because she's a Chihuahua. And I was like, I don't want her to have to like be in the room while they're testing this like shrill mm-hmm. thing. So I s- try to scoop her up and take her out to my patio, which has a tiny little step to get out to it. And somehow, in that motion, my knee buckled out from under me again, oh, and I like fell out onto the patio and just like crunch like it was just the most it was horrible and extra horrible because sometimes we let our dog be on the patio (laughs) if it's really late which too so i'm probably lying on pee and i was like okay so i'll try to like go to the bed and lie down and see if it'll feel better in like 10 minutes and it wasn't feeling better after 10 minutes so i texted my cousin who happens to be an orthopedic surgery nurse oh perfect bonus so she was like go to the hospital (laughs) and sure enough i was trying to deny it but they're like yeah no you're not walking you're gonna need surgery you're gonna need like three three plates put in your foot and don't plan on doing anything for the next like (laughs) four months can you sue that mma man um, I don't think he would be the one. <laughs> There's probably somewhere on, uh, down the line that I could, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I'm going that route right now. Lawyer up. I need that's, to lawyer up for that's that. That's yeah. my, my recommendation. So The only time I had an injury that wasn't like that, like I was not laid up or anything, I should have considered suing my landlord, but I felt that I didn't want to be that person, but then I think my shoulder was frozen for... 18 months and it was based on negligence yeah and i was like i don't want to be that person but 18 months of like limited movements and stuff i was like i should have maybe considered that yeah. it's also like a weird thing with acting because you always have to deal with the same casting directors it's not a really big world mm-hmm. so like if you become the lawyered up you know like and, and that's a bad <laughs> dynamic like i'm not saying it's right but it's also no, one of those things that i have to consider mm-hmm. is like does that mean i won't get called like if I, you know and <laughs> Well, not, it's not know. like every audition you fall and then eventually break but your foot. But that could become yeah. your thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could be the super litigious <laughs> pratfall exactly. actor. Yeah. yeah. That would be a big decision. So you could have a headshot that's like those four different <laughs> and one of them is you in court yeah. being like, I'll sue you. A picture <laughs> of my foot with the stitches and the <laughs> pin hanging out. Oh, my like- God. <laughs> I can play a Frankenstein yeah. monster. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it's hard because like. My feet were like one of my nicest features. 
How do they look now? Well, it's just got scars on it, but you know, they were like almost foot model-y feet because oh, I wow. never wore heels or did, you know, I never really forced my feet into any weird footwear That's over the a years. smart decision. So. Well, I'm happy that you're walking again. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to wear that crazy boot that you were wearing. Oh yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> it's shocking how something so small, like your life changes. Yeah. For, like forever. Your life's different now. Forever. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's for the worse. I mean, like it was definitely, I'm not excited about the long-term physical ramifications of an injury like that but i managed to like because i couldn't go anywhere i'm like oh well i guess i'll spend time organizing a lot of things in my head that you know i was avoiding as far as work and other life stuff that's amazing yeah Yeah. what a great attitude did you watch a lot of tv yeah Yeah, that's also good yeah (laughs) was there something that you watched that when it was over you're really sad Oh, we watched all of Star Trek, The Next Generation. It was really important. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> so Jay and I, I'm sorry. I'll just leave the room. <laughs> Jay and I just finished Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. and we've got, we're on the final season of Voyager now. And then afterwards, we're planning on watching Enterprise, which neither of us have ever seen before because by the time it came out, I think I didn't have cable. And then we're going to go back and watch the original series because he's never seen that. And then I was like, how crazy would it be if we just then went on to TNG? again again yeah well, isn't just a did a constant yeah out, and then though? that's starting so we'd like <laughs> but because jay had never seen the original series i was like oh you keep missing all the references and it's like it's gonna be so much different once you see like the comparison over the like however many years it is in between decades uh and then i was like i could foresee my life as just a cycle constantly redoing it because it would take you know like a few years and then that could be my life. That yeah. could just be what I do. That's you now. And I was like, I don't hate that idea. And he was like, I, Yeah, I, That's I'm open how to I it. Am with forensic files, I, wa- <laughs> I have never heard of it. It's like a murder show. Is it like Murdoch Mysteries? No, it's like a it real like CSI. True, no, it's oh, like a true okay. forensics show. Uh, from I thought the, you like, watched shows 90s. like that. Yeah, super mur- murder show. And it's on Netflix, at least Netflix Canada, and. Chris always makes fun of me. My boyfriend, Chris, he always makes fun of me because I have to watch it to go to sleep. Whoa. <laughs> like I need wow. to murder shows before You're bed. fucked up. Do you <laughs> have dreams? No, you know what? It's not that gory because it's more about the science behind how they figured out who the murderer was. But what I like about it is like the narrator's voice is just mm. really like flat. And they, he says a lot of really long sciencey words. And you're just like, this is great and boring. And I'm just going <laughs> to fall asleep so yeah i've had to cut myself off of murder shows because i can't sleep oh yeah i would have that problem like special no. victims unit comes on middle of the day all right i'll watch it if yeah if it's daylight that maybe it's then stabler's it's neck that's keeping me <laughs> whose neck stabler lieutenant stabler stapler mm. stapler chris maloney oh okay yeah. I, I almost sent you celebrity a, crush a chris maloney valentine yesterday but i was like oh she's probably gotten it from like 20 people i think my mom sent me a valentine but i misplaced my <laughs> entire cord for my laptops and then so today she messaged me she's like she have you read my <laughs> my e-card yet <laughs> <laughs> i felt like the worst kid i'm like not yet mom you're like, it's slow getting here. The email uh, <laughs> carrier is... She would believe that. She would believe that? For sure. Say it. Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> um, I want the news, not the weather. Mom. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day is one of those days that never made me like never made me sad, mm-hmm. but it makes me uncomfortable when there's like lots of displays of 
Who does that though? Everyone's nonsense. A lot of people on my social media are like, oh, I can't stand this. And I'm like, I feel so lucky that I don't know any of these people who are saying like, babe, love you, babe. <laughs> I actually, Jay and I went for a walk and I just kept calling him babe to um, make him feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, former guests, uh, Mike Macri and I also like to call each other babe um, just because it sounds so gross. Like, Babe, baby, babe, 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 baby, babe. I think like everyone's allowed to have their own pet names. Uh, sometimes I think people are so comfortable with each other that in public things some, sometimes slip. Like nip. Or like when you put your <laughs> finger, they press it up against your partner's butthole through their jeans and then they get mad at you and they're like, don't do that. I may have done that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with doing that? That's funny. Yeah. yeah, I feel sad for people. It's the same thing. I'm like a similar feeling to if someone's lost a parent, like on some Father's Day or Mother's Day, or Christmas is really tough. Like I feel overly aware of other people's, mm-hmm. not overly. I think I feel aware of other people's loss and loneliness. Sometimes. I don't really need a lot of work. <laughs> um, yeah, so I saw, there was just this one post on Instagram, and I, unfortunately, this really lovely couple that lives in Ireland that I know through the internet was like, is, it a, is your angry t- tweet about us, the nicest no. people in the world? I'm like, no, it was about like that somebody had posted something, and it wasn't somebody I knew, it was somebody I followed, and I was like, so intimate. I was like, ugh. What is why is this something that's to be shared? This is not a shareable moment. Boring? This is like a it might as well have been like <laughs> he was slowly inserting the perfect red rose into her body somehow. <laughs> but um yeah, it just felt like oh, but it's having such a great day at home and Hank was in a really good mood and we we're having a good time. But I felt sad. Like everyone was like, My boyfriend's girlfriend was best. Look at this thing. I love. like Jay and I are so hate that that we never even changed our facebook status to in a relationship i don't think chris and i ever yeah that it's the first thing i'm gonna do when i I finally lock somebody down (laughs) make them mine everything (laughs) that they do is under my observations to make sure they love me trapped forever i should have given you the uh raccoon trap if you want to blast my pussy (laughs) (laughs) you gotta get trapped That's why there's a cage around. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain later. Just get up in that one. Get in it. <laughs> um, I know that's stupid. I know that's like, oh my God, like it's so offensive to like make your Facebook status in a relationship. But I just like, yeah, I it, like whose business is that? I also? just don't want them to start trying to market me couple stuff. Exactly. They will. But be because like couples I'm, matching pajamas. Because I'm over 30. And what doesn't I don't have a Facebook status? Oh, then it markets dating stuff to me. Christian is, singles. <laughs> it's always marketing to me the things I've just looked at. So it's right now uh, sending me notifications that there's a sale at West Elm, and I'm looking at a bed at West Elm, and it's like, why am I looking at a bed at West Elm? That's a perfectly good one. Because you logged into Facebook while you're browsing. Yeah, yes. don't talk to me when I'm browsing. Yeah. That's why I have ad blocker. Everybody get ad blocker. Yeah. You're missing out. On I have a perfect funny, life. There's this funny thing where Facebook this year just found out that I'm black. Okay, maybe, like maybe the last six months. Our <laughs> yeah. listeners also wait a who have not googled you yet. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Surprise, Yay. black person, real life black person. Um, <laughs> yeah, like for the longest time, I guess maybe just because of where I live and my. How does the marketing change? 
Um, you just get a lot more ads with black people in them. Oh. Like the black versions of the families or like the cell phone <laughs> lady that's like using her phone will be a black girl. Like oh. just a total switch in demographic. How did they figure out you were black? Well, I think I wasn't doing enough black stuff for them for okay. the last like okay. however many years. That would explain why it's not been an option for me either. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, in the last year I started a Facebook group for black food bloggers and I started following and friending and interacting with a lot more black people. And because of that, because of the <laughs> assumption to you, that, oh, oh. <laughs> we got to switch up this. We got to change your pronouns. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. That's sneaky Facebook. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I wow. used to have a um a fake Facebook account where I refused to tell them if I was male or female and it was a very popular Facebook account um it, it, the name was emo nudist because <laughs> I found there was a photo of someone that it was a very androgynous person wearing um a mesh tank top and like you know it was just like from the sort of shoulders up so you couldn't tell what was going on under there I just created a character around this photo that I found and it was like a very grainy webcam photo. Um, and I got, you know, I had so many friends because it was around the time of like, you'd type in nudist and everyone would be like, I want to be your friend. And Facebook kept saying like, we want to know if we can say emo nudist updated her profile picture or his profile picture. And I was like, no, I refuse. And so they deleted my account. Oh my gosh. I know, which now seems so, so nuts to me. Yeah, didn't they just in the last year or so make a bunch that you could yeah. choose a bunch yeah, of? Yeah, a bunch of other pronouns. Yeah. Yeah, this was around the beginning of Facebook. So this was probably, I probably had the account for a few years. So this was probably like eight years ago mm. they deleted it. But they were also like, uh, we think you're a fake person too. And I was like maybe i got so <laughs> mad and they were like we suspended your account if you can prove that you're like and yeah they did this kind of like witch hunt for these mm -hmm. like peoples that weren't real people granted <laughs> i was not a real person emo nudist was you not a real been, person though. but and then i got so mad that i was like i'm gonna scan my birth certificate and photoshop it to like make it say emo nudist and then i was <laughs> like fraud. yeah and i was like that was too much work and so i just <laughs> let it go but i felt like you know if you were ever a friend with emo nudist and you wondered where it went <laughs> or they went i guess there's your answer Good story. Wow. <laughs> so, Jasmine, you have worked in retail more than the average person. Yes. I um, think at least 12 years of retail. That's a commitment. Solid, for sure. Abuse. Of, yeah. <laughs> some of it good. Like, some of my jobs are good. But, yeah, yeah there was definitely same. plenty of crap. <laughs> Did you want to maybe share a story with us? Sure. Lay some of that crap on us. Put it, spread it over a table. <laughs> spread it and let us roll in it. <laughs> like so, a dog. Sure. <laughs> I got a few. <laughs> so one of the best jobs I had that I started pretty much right out of high school was working for Betsy Johnson, oh. who is a fun company to work for. They no longer have their own stores, but nice. um, I managed the store out here in Vancouver for mm -hmm. quite a few years. Oh man, I probably bought my prom dress probably. from you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Probably. And then um, later I went to Toronto and, and worked in the store out there. But one day in that store, 
this woman came in and I knew she was also <laughs> a boutique owner and she owned a store in Yale town. Um, I won't say the name of the store, but it rhymes with <laughs> blim blurt, platonic, platonic, rattle, rattle. I know like this. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Okay. Well, she's a horrible person. <laughs> and this is why I don't feel bad about telling the story. And if anybody figures out who it is, they'll probably shake their head and go, yeah, she's a horrible person. So what happened is she came into the store and she was looking around and she found this jacket. It was like a velvet jacket with a big furry collar. And she was looking at it and I could tell she really liked it. But then she looked at the price tag and then out loud says, this is ridiculous. What? I can't believe you would think you could get charged this. Like there's customers in the store. She's a store owner herself. Her it's not store like, is so expensive. That's the thing. It's not as if she doesn't know there's etiquette. Like just, you know, be polite. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, whatever. I know her deal. So I just let her kind of do her thing. And then the next time in Yaletown, I like... I'm like, I'm just going to pop in and see what's going on in her store. She had ordered the same <gasps> jacket wholesale to like sell in her store at the exact same price. And I know she just did it so that she could buy it at wholesale cost and have it herself because she didn't want to pay full Whoa. price. So hypocrite and loser. <laughs> she, I used to work in Yaletown for a competitor of hers. And she was sitting on a bunch of lines and had like a, a monopoly over high-end denim. And my friend who I worked for for years was slowly sort of hoping that some of those lines, like she would let go of them because mm -hmm. it was really hard to get to that next level. And denim is such a good, a good way to make money because everyone needs jeans. Not me. And except for Jessica, <laughs> everyone needs a jean skirt or jeans. Jean free and, since 2003. And I guess something happened where she didn't order for a couple of seasons. So this shop owner was able to pick up the line jump in there which meant a full in-your-face confrontation in our store yeah. about her stealing lines from her which was not true but she's the one who slacked off <laughs> and so uh yeah i know i know exactly who that person is alicia just made um, a hand movement that made me think this woman has muppets, muppets. <laughs> she had a real case of the muppet jacket was she was she a fraggle she was a fraggle rock oh cool that's crazy yeah it's that's funny a great that i story. didn't even have to say who it was before you figured it out yeah that's just that's i have bad. a i have a terrible memory for anything positive yeah yeah <laughs> but i remember that those people so that was one I have more working at Betsy Johnson. <laughs> that seems like it would be a dream job if you were that age. It was. Yeah, it was like me going from having to shop at the thrift store to me wearing like I'm wearing twelve hundred dollars worth of clothing right now. Just looking what is going on all the time. <laughs> so, Did you find like yeah. a really strange shift in the way that you saw? I worked. I made like I think I know exactly how much I made per hour broken down for my really shitty salary. But it was nothing for me to think about spending like so much money on just one item of clothing. For sure. I spent way more than I would now. Yeah. And I have not compared salaries from then to there. But like now the idea of it is for something that is not a piece that I would keep forever, like a staple piece, like I would be like this dress. Like I have pants that are covered with hundreds of like cd style sequins like where <laughs> who what these are like 500 dollars. like who where yeah. what why you yeah i, I still have things up. that i refuse <laughs> to give away <laughs> give to but me. i don't know that i'll ever wear again like a really beautiful sequin skirt give from the me. late the late 90s or early 2000s and it was like a retailed for like 345 dollars i've worn it once 
I paid half of that. I was in school. Yeah. I went without groceries for that skirt. <laughs> well, I think we and also, I, like when we were younger all, I think we sort of thought that that's what you did. Yeah. I thought that was being like an adult. Yeah. For sure. And now I realize it's not mm-hmm. the no. adult life that I grew into. And stretch pants are much. But my mom just gave me five <laughs> pairs of leggings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember trying New to convince life. my mom that it was a good idea to spend. I think the Betsy Johnson dress that I wore for grad was like four hundred dollars or something like that. And I, I mean, it was probably among the cheaper dresses of everyone mm-hmm. in my grad circle. Like a lot of them got real fancy, and so I was mm-hmm. just like wearing the trash Betsy Johnson dress oh, over there. No. But I, you know, and I did only wear it one time. But sometimes I. Actually, just a couple weeks ago, my friend was over and we were just going through my closet. And I was like, do you want to see me try on my prom dress? Yeah. Still fits. Awesome. But it's a very impractical thing to spend that much on one article of clothing that you need to buy then special underwear to wear it with. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot when you're a kid, too. Like, I mean, I didn't spend it. That's not my money. My mom spent a lot on, on grad period and she just wanted me to have a special night. And I feel like that's my takeaway. I wish I hadn't been been so prom stupid because it was meant so much to my parents to have this experience and and even stay for the dinner. By the time I was in 12th grade, I was in like a small school with like my graduating class was like maybe 15 people or something like that. And my mom's friend offered to buy me a dress because you know we didn't have a lot of money growing up and it was like this thing like oh hey let's we'll buy you a dress and I ended up being like I want this like $30 denim halter dress from Club Monaco and that's what I ended up with because it was I, don't, I just wasn't that sounds great I, I was though. a like goth skater girl like the last thing I wanted to do was put on like some big satin thing satin floofy thing it's like it's that's exactly what yeah. you wore yeah, no. <laughs> Man, when I see photos from my friend's high school and everything, I'm so jealous of just the different types of subcultures of kids that they got to know. Because, like, I went to a small school, too, not as small as that, but there's 39 of us, and everyone was just preppy. There was no weird, cool goth girl or, like, quirky art people. It was just, like, everyone shopped at the same three or four stores and judged everyone for it and was like man i really missed out on all the weirdos yeah i remember like i jumped around high schools a lot but i remember being in grade nine at a school where it was like full riot girl time so every girl was essentially wearing a slip and like garter belts to school jesus christ yeah wait is this the high school that you went to with jay no this is like i okay. went after i left that school was like a big normal high school it's like he never talked about that that's so cool <laughs> And then later I went to a small, like a mini school, ideal Oh yeah, yeah. mini school, and it was like full on like Riot Girl time. So it was really like, yeah. That's awesome. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I have a retail nightmare. Yeah. I was flying. I worked last weekend at the health, the big health trade show in Quebec. So it was nice to go home and uh, Jessica and Jay and our friend Sally looked after Hank who was also walked by Neil and Graham during that time. And Hank gets a lot of love. Um, and I used to be a really nervous flyer, and I noticed that it stopped, uh, which is great. And oh, man, teach me. I think it's because I do it so much more than I used to. So now I'm like, oh, well, I have a whole more like focused on just getting a cup of coffee and not getting annoyed by people. 
And there's a lot of uh, travelers. The plane was packed. And there was a woman with a stroller that was having trouble boarding. It may have been the first time she traveled with her infant. And I noticed no one was really helping her. And there was some sort of kerfuffle at the, the front of the line, like two humans ahead of her. <laughs> and uh, so I dropped myself and went and helped with the stroller because I didn't know what I was doing, though. Have you ever offered help and you get there and you're like, well, I was just being nice. I don't understand how strollers work. <laughs> it's can... just a, an empty gesture. <laughs> and she was giving me like directions. She's like, bend it in the middle. Bend it in the middle. And you're like, my body? Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm like, which part? And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then um, I went back to my place and waited for the plane to board. And there was a man in his 50s early 50s, really tall man. I hate him already. An earring or so, short <laughs> short hair, leather jacket. It's getting worse. <laughs> and he kept re- repeating to the um, flight attendant that in America, it's the law that he has to bring his guitar on the plane. And she was said, and she was, she was French-Canadian, so she was speaking with an accent. So it was great because I've already, this is my heaven, is for a customer service thing to go this way. Like, I'm not in your country, but this is the law. Therefore, because it's the law of a country I see as superior to your country, you must follow it, even though I'm not anywhere near it. <laughs> so she's like, actually, she's like, that's not the law in Canada. And the way that the law works here is if we have room for it, if it fits in the overhead and the plane is not full, you absolutely can bring your guitar on. He's like, nope, it's the law in America that I can bring my guitar on but this you flight. weren't flying from or to, to anywhere in America. <laughs> no. And the stewardess is, uh, sorry, the flight attendant is being really great, but I can see that she can't stand this guy and he's holding up the line and uh, for this plane that's already kind of running late. And I think it's like 200 seats on the planes. So we're like, let's do this. So there was enough room for his guitar, but it was so amazing that he kept repeating the thing and she and then eventually she said it she's like sir you are not in the united states those laws don't apply here (laughs) he misses like maybe two seconds before he's like it's a law in america (laughs) and so it's so great and then i get in and she looks at my ticket and she's like thanks for helping with the stroller and i was like thanks for helping with the america um you'd think i hate america and i don't but he was also then fussing maybe he's a nervous flyer and like maybe he had stuff going on for him but let's just take away the compassionate side of this he did something (laughs) that i just loved he could not get his shit together and get his stuff in the overhead and it wasn't even the guitar that was stowed somewhere else he got up all throughout the flight taking things out of his bag rummaging around making tons of noise he's like he should have been in first class (laughs) like he was built for first class well, all musicians are. Yeah. Oh, well, I looked it up too because, it, and it is, I read the American law. It's really straightforward. And I read the Canadian law and I printed it off in the in the company printer as I would. And then somebody accidentally <laughs> took it. So in their files are going to find out. This, <laughs> like the, it's on the same page as like the law for carrying firearms. So like, who printed this? Uh, Alicia, who You're was also, I can fly do list. other things at work. Um, but I guess in 2012, they made it completely legal and you have to expect that there's room for small musical instruments. And I feel like a guitar is just stepping over that line. Yeah, it's not small. And that you're not, you can't be forced to buy a plane seat for it and all these other things that I guess have happened. But what's wrong with checking it? As a musician who has had to travel 
overseas with guitars. Just fucking check it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think like that he's probably maybe he was, you know, who knows why he was traveling through uh, Canada. Maybe it was Ross maybe it's the first time he's worked here or whatever. Let me see your papers, dude. It's so easy for artists to work here. Um, and then I looked at the Canadian law and it was very much that. Like, yep, we can we can accommodate you if all of these things line up for you. Otherwise, you have to check that bag. <laughs> it was great. And I really enjoyed it from that perspective. That guy sounds like a real dirt. He was a bit of a dirt. A dirt spot. Um, bit of a dirt spot. Uh, he had that Harrison Ford earring. Yeah. Oh. As soon as he said earring, I was like, maybe it's Harrison Ford. But then he said 50s. And I was like, damn, it's not Harrison Ford. And also you would know. And you know what? It actually, Harrison probably wasn't Ford. in his 50s because I keep forgetting that I am in my 40s now. And then, so maybe, yeah, he's like, but he wasn't Harrison Ford. I would have <laughs> started with, you'll never believe that Harrison Ford, Ford was not sitting in business class <laughs> and was and being weird jerk. about his guitar. Harrison Ford would also have said something like, oh, I whittled the shelf to to hold my guitar that I also whittled from a single tree branch. Uh, also, I whittled a beautiful uh, matching Does he whittle? Earring. He's a carpenter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does he still carpent? I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. I hope him and Callista have matching earrings. Yeah. I, th- I don't know why... I've got a real limp dick over uh, <laughs> earrings for some reason. Like, uh, it does really bug me. Dudes with earrings? Jewelry and facial hair stuff uh, can really bring me down. Oh, yeah. But it's only yeah, like- only experienced it because I've been uh, a creep online dating and just looking at people's profiles. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, like, immediate wow. red flag. Like the though. Guy Fieri style. Yes. Of, there's yeah. that <laughs> sculpted <laughs> facial yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah. It's like male contouring. (laughs) That's really funny. It is, though. The, like, beard that goes right over the double chin to hide. Yeah, the uh, strap. uh, George Lucas's beard is like that. Oh, yeah. Trimmed exactly on the double chin, so you can't tell that he's a frog man. It's like all the guys that... (laughs) Wait a minute. Just got to compose myself after frog man. And not in a cool way. Yeah, not a cool frog man. (laughs) Don't get that wrong. All the, like... Oakley blade sunglasses. Yeah, sunglasses guys. are crazy. <laughs> like, there's really Oakley. like five shapes that work yeah. for everybody, but there's that one shape, the oh. blade, <laughs> that so many people choose. I just remembered a really fast, short, hilarious retail nightmare with. I was working in a record store, and it was like a really cool You've record had, store. Like, cool job. Yeah, you're this like record a store cool. was called Fuck What You Heard. What? <laughs> what? It was like a hip hop record store in Vancouver. It's like from a movie. Yeah, one of the best fun jobs. <laughs> My mouth is a gate. Like I actually had to realize, like I'm like, don't stop looking at her with your mouth open like that. Cool job. Yeah. And so I was working there, and my friend was working with me there, and this guy walks in, and he's wearing those Oakley glasses that go over the head, like what? where the it's like a over a bald head, and then there's just two like circle yeah. mirrored, like circles. a weird steampunk man from yes. the future, cyber, <laughs> cyber. I've never cyberpunk. seen these before. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. It's like Morpheus, it was or something. so. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny that I had. To like leave the room <laughs> so that I could just go and like laugh and, and then come out and compose myself and be a good salesperson. Okay, <laughs> what like, sort what? of music do you think he was looking for? Ooh. Like Radiohead. 
No, because it was like an all hip hop shop. Oh, no. <laughs> Something wrong with head. Head. He Nothing. was just taking his sunglasses for a walk to like let people see that he had spent like $500 on these, the wackest of wax sunglasses he ever. He just seems like he'd be into trip hop, I feel like. Mm, no. No? Wasn't that cool? Mm. Is, trip, is trip hop cool? I don't know. But that, no, like that's like layers below trip hop. Yeah. No. Layers. Steampunk. I um That's yeah I feel like a bad person but I'm pretty picky about sunglasses. There's also a couple walking through the airport, and I have a real limp dick for um. <laughs> is this never, a saying? Never <laughs> stop saying that. I love it. Um, for like kind of spoiled hippie types. Mm. And Who likes those? Who gets I, a hard dick? For they're that? friends that are like them. I guess I don't know what it is. I think it's the pace bothers me mm. like they don't have anywhere to go and they've reproduced mm. but they so there's a couple <laughs> the walking world. through the airport and the dad was wearing like a crocodile dundee get up almost but <laughs> his pants were really loose fitting cargo pants and his souliers his shoes were open face sports sandals which he just decided he wasn't going to tie up <sighs> so the weird flaps were flapping all over the place and it just like i uh, which spawned an idea i tweeted about this i think this is a really solid idea for a television show Cameras follow people from the moment they choose their airport outfit to the moment that they get to their destination. Because I see a lot of <laughs> sandals. So no. <laughs> I'm like trying to, yeah, I'm like, where could go wrong here? <laughs> well, I'm going to be mean. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be judging them. Okay. Because That's like what not to wear. Yeah. Okay. There's no makeover that it decided. No. There's no like bright side to this. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just Why do, you, do I have to look at this? So it's just the don'ts of like. Yeah, it's just the don'ts in my head. So many flip-flops. It's February. I know you're yeah. going to Maui. But right now. Maui. Maui. Maui, you're not a Maui. Those are, like flip-flops aren't shoes. They want to be able to flop them off and put their foot on your armrest. Yeah. Play. That's like the, ooh, yeah. I saw a lot out. of people wearing flip-flops when it was actively snowing here. And it wasn't like a Vancouver snow. It was an unseasonably it blizzardy. Was blizzard, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what are you trying to prove? I stepped on someone's foot on the bus during a snowstorm and he was wearing sports sandals. I saw that tweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at that shit. Um, he was dressed in a way that I would I would assume, which is not fair, but it's my podcast, um, <laughs> that he he could afford shoes. And that he chose prisons. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Call it what it is. I call them foot hotels. Yeah. Foot spas. Um, Yeah. And I accidentally stepped on his foot. I felt terrible. Don't. But then I felt like terrible for everyone else because he was wearing sports sandals. And his coat was like cashmere. So this is like a lifestyle choice. Unless he's just really lucked out for shopping up until the shoe point. (laughs) I like to call my bras boob shoes. Oh. Because like when you take them off, it's like kicking off your shoe. Yeah. yeah. I really oh love goodness. taking off my bra, but also I'm like, I feel so out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's one thing that I found uh, looking after Hank. I was like, I don't put a bra on until like four in the afternoon because like you wake up and immediately just like put on your coat and take him outside and then you just start like feeding him and blah, blah, blah. And then you're just like, oh, I haven't. Been where, and then I was like, this is how I become uh, like everyone's grandma. <laughs> yeah. When I first got Hank, before I got the flu, my rule was I had to be wearing jeans to take him outside or pants because I didn't want to be that person that's just standing in a parka 
at 6 a.m. in the morning wearing pajama pants. And like that went out the window within a week. Yeah, I just started wearing leggings as pants, which I said I would never do. Because I don't have like I the nice leggings, but I don't have no. like you're wearing leggings right now. No, they're kind of pants or like yeah, They've no, they are a, kind of pants. A leathery. Oh yeah, no, leather. Those are, see, those leather. are better. Yeah, but leather. those are like in the legging family, but they're more, more pant. Whereas me, I'm like those are definitely leggings. Like you can see my underwear through them in many different lighting <laughs> situations. But I really didn't give a care because I'd I'd rather. Be out in the world like that than cleaning up piss. <laughs> yeah, the thing that I've learned about uh, having a puppy is uh, those things come first. Yeah, and fashion is second. Yeah, my mom though she is similar to me. Like I can't wear a lot of spandex; it makes me feel really uncomfortable. So she gave me when I went to her house to visit a stack of brand new leggings. I've never owned leggings before, so they have now replaced the pajama pants that uh, I was taking Hank out in. So I look like more put together, but they're it's equally as comfortable. Slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> Slid right down at Jasmine. I, and I hit all five pairs of those Costco leggings hard. I worked for a yoga clothing company, not the big one. Oh, yeah, we're weird parallel lives. Yeah. Yeah. And because we manufactured yoga clothing, it was like we work in our office in yoga clothing. And yeah, that. It's like one of us. Deadly. Become yeah. one of us. Totally. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I do. It happened at my favorite grocery store in Vancouver, uh, Fujia, the Japanese mm. grocery store. It's so good. I forget about that place. It's, it's real great. And I try and hit it up as often as possible, which is probably um, not good for me, but whatever. Like they've got really great snacks and amazing fresh sushi that's very affordable. Anyway, this is my little plug for Fujia. Check it out. Although it doesn't need a plug because it's always so busy, effing busy. Sorry to swear. Oh, yeah. That swearing hurts um, feeling. <laughs> so I went there uh, on Saturday and it was the busiest I'd ever seen it. Like each till had to line up at least six people deep. And I picked up my sushi, got in line, and I was behind this man and his daughter. And you know those snacks. It's usually like candies or little packages of crackers or something and it's like a long string of them it's like four or five of them and it's usually you know you'd buy it and put one in your kid's lunch for every day so the little girl had torn one of those off and the dad was talking to her about it and he was like how much was that and she's like it said it was four dollars and he's like four dollars and how many it was a bag of marshmallows he's like how many are in there and she counted she was like there's four and he was like four dollars for four marshmallows okay and then when they got to the cashier and she was ringing them through she was like oh it's not just one of these like the it's the whole package you have to buy all it's like five separate things together and the guy was like oh well we don't want it then and the woman was like no but you've ripped the merchandise in half and we can't sell this as a single anymore and he was like but we don't want it oh and i was like it was that it was that thing where he was complaining about how it was too expensive for four marshmallows but then he found out that he just got five times that many for the same price and then he didn't want it and then the little girl was just sort of looking to see what her dad was going to do and then she started saying yeah we don't want it we don't want it. i was like you were just begging your dad for this and i just watched a child become indoctrinated by her shitty customer <laughs> dad and then watching the poor cashier trying to like maintain her position of saying like you you have to buy it you ruined it we can't sell 
either the single or the damaged. And then she slowly just said, okay, fine, whatever. And then you could hear her speaking in Japanese to her um, coworkers <laughs> yeah. about like what a dick he was. <laughs> and that the was, best. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then she had to ask her coworker to go find the rest of the uh, damaged merchandise. And I was just like, that must happen all the time. It's so shitty. Like, I hate that man. And well, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. But also, just buy the fucking marshmallows. Yeah, you were well, four she dollars deep anyway. Yeah. You had already committed. I, but it's just like that thing. Really want those marshmallows? Beginning of Annie <laughs> Hall when it's. I know I don't like Woody Allen, but it's talking about like, oh, the food here is terrible, and I know in such small portions or whatever. It's like <laughs> he's complaining about it. And how small it is. And then it's like, there's so much going wrong here. I was just, and I was also, I was wearing a hat, which you, you know, how. You're famous. <laughs> I'm wearing a hat that um, former guest, Dana Kearley, she drew, it's just like a little pin that on the back of my hat that says go away. And uh, whenever I'm wearing a hat, I'm obviously like, don't want to be out in public. And so. It says go away. The woman behind me in line was standing so close that I could feel her breathing on me and she was actually physically touching me. And I was like, pin says go away. Yeah, read the pin. Sometimes you get too close to something, you can't focus in on it. Yeah, that's true. She was probably, her <laughs> eyes were just crossing. Anyway, Fuji is great, but maybe like, uh, Look at that little thing on the Google Analytics that tell you when the busiest time to go is. Uh, don't go then because it's full of ding dongs. All right. <sighs> Sorry, I got real. <laughs> that was really good. I want those. I, well, of course, I want the sushi there, which I really love. And uh, I want those marshmallows. I know. I would have paid for them. Like, I'll take them. I'm a hero. I'm I a marshmallow <laughs> hero. Taking them. I'm the marshmallow hero. Well, that's the thing. When the guy was like, "What? I don't understand." I actually turned to the display and like <laughs> held up ben the white string. Yeah. I actually did that, like uh, letter stroker lady, and like explained to him, like, "This is one object." You ding dong, like. It's not like a bag at the grocery store for produce that you just like pull it and rip one off. Anyway, I'm getting way too. No, it sucks. It's a good one. <laughs> he What's... sucks. Yeah, he sucks. I want those marshmallows. So Jasmine, you know, we're not always the hero of our own story. <laughs> Speak um, for yourself. I know that you are now very famous uh, and you probably don't want to ruin your fame with the next story. But tell us about a time where you were the retail nightmare. Um, I've had a couple times where I've been the retail nightmare, but in a really funny way. Like, of course, I know it was what adorable. I'm doing. I know what I'm doing, but I, t I take my baked goods very seriously. I love baking. You really do. I love pastries. I love donuts. I love bagels. I love bread. All that good stuff. So, you know, if I get a subpar pastry, heads roll. <laughs> They do. So I've, I had one time where I went to a coffee shop and I ordered a sesame bagel and I wanted it toasted with cream cheese. And it was, you know, it was early in the morning. I was going to a Was it a great Canadian bagel shop? No, it was um, – they handled it really well, so I will name them. Okay. It was Cafe Artigiano. Yep. And so I guess there was a new girl working 
and she failed. She like failed miserably. She gave me a poppy seed bagel. What? I ordered sesame. And <laughs> very different. <laughs> very different. And I was like, okay, it's fine. I was in a rush. I you know, had to get to work yeah. at the time. And I get to work and I open it and it's like, I had been waiting 10 minutes for it. But when it came to me, it was like not even toasted. It was just like warmed, but not even slightly toasted. So I... <laughs> She I just held it between her hands, pretty much for ten minutes. And I was so she mad at it with I her superpower spent- <laughs> to try and toast it. She's like, "I'm sh- this is going to work today." I was just so mad because it was a wrong bagel and the wrong temperature, and so I, you know, I took to the internet as one does. Oh no! <laughs> Did you yelp it? Um, no, I didn't yelp. I don't yelp, but I was like on Twitter and on Facebook, but with my friends. Like I was just like, "Ha!" Huh, like, uh. And then somebody from Artigiano saw it and asked me to come in for a meeting. <gasps> Whoa. to talk about my bagel and what? i was like i i was like mm. that sounds like a metaphor <laughs> it was really funny because i was like oh should i just let it go and i was like no i'm taking a bagel meeting <laughs> so i went in and i like totally sat down with the the manager and he gave me like a 25 dollars gift card Holy shit. and he apologized and it was like super amazing service and i really i just was goofing around but i do think there is value in like talking to managers in a really you know reasonable way about like this is maybe where there's some bottlenecks in your system she didn't know the difference between sesame she just actually did not know when she told me she's like i don't know i didn't know the difference between sesame <laughs> and poppy seed and it's like okay well that's a training yeah, you didn't, miss uh, in the training yeah and then i got a donut the other day from a different place that was supposed to be a jolly donut and there was like an eighth of a tablespoon of jelly in I it i saw the photo i saw it your photo of that. <laughs> i was so mad i really enjoyed how upset you were i can i really you're very it's expressive so right um well i've had problems with donuts because chris and i will sometimes split a jelly donut from there and we'll cut it and like one half will have all the jelly, jelly and the other half will have none so they have some Fucking quality bullshit. control problems with their jelly but they make good jelly donuts so they <laughs> did find my complaint because I tagged them in it on Instagram. Amazing. And they told me to enjoy a free donut next time I go in. So you're like, I don't know. Will I enjoy it? <laughs> How are you going to get that free donut? Though? I'm just going to show them my Instagram. Look, I'm the complainer. <laughs> Jelly donuts are so satisfying. Yeah, That's the thing. That's all I wanted. You have to realize yeah. I've had a broken foot. I have not been able to go Aww. get donuts. Yeah. So don't cross me. But you're also like a food blogger. So yes, that's that's kind of, but I don't, you don't want to get on your bad side. No, I don't critique. <laughs> I don't. But the thing is, I don't normally critique restaurants. I'm no, not, you're not that, like a. <laughs> I'm like a recipe developer, so yeah. I think that. Yeah, I just for Speaking me. Speaking of which, you the listener should definitely go to the Blenderist. Yes, and the look Blenderist. at Blenderist.com. It's a beautiful blog, but you should look up uh, Jasmine's vegan macarons yeah it's insane she makes them out of fava bean water what's it called uh, chickpea water chickpea so, water aquafaba aquafaba that's, i've heard that that is like a revolutionary yeah and ingredient. i'm not even i'm not vegan but like I, it's really fun to work with as an ingredient is it also a perfectionist white? though you'd have to be to make that recipe happen yeah because a, a macaron to begin with is a it's difficult hard. cookie yeah it acts like egg whites because you can like whip beat it. it and whip it yeah you can make meringues you can make all kinds of crazy stuff it's, and it's yeah it's a really beautiful blog you should definitely uh, connect with 
Jasmine's Yeah, go look blog. at my recipes. I often reference it when people are like, I want to do this. I'm like, well, try and do it better than this person. Then don't, <laughs> don't try it all. Um, <laughs> yeah, so give up your bother. dreams. <laughs> the dream killer. Okay, this yeah. has been food bitch moment. <laughs> yeah, food bitch. That's our <laughs> blog. Food bitches. <laughs> Jessica only wants dough yeah, at a certain just, temperature. Like when you raw. were talking about jelly donuts, I had nothing to say because it's like the jelly is taking up the space that the dough could be in. <laughs> what are you thinking? I kept thinking about how good it would be to have a jelly donut with a marzipan glaze, oh. like a cherry, and then the top is with some almonds. Maybe I need to figure out how to make a gluten-free jelly donut for you. Well, it's, I mean, you could, but like you could have your life. And your cool life without knowing how to do that. But yeah, let's but do like that. a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> also, Alicia, you could just go around with a syringe full of jelly and make anything <laughs> gluten-free, a jelly-filled gluten-free thing. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> Where's present? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So oh, we yeah. haven't been asking the internet. I keep forgetting to ask the internet about worst presents, but we do have a worst present from Jasmine today. I'm excited. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. Oh, I might win. Oh yeah. The competition. Um. Okay. So a couple years ago, I had moved. I've moved a lot, but I had been traveling, and then I had moved into a tiny little apartment had no furniture because I had been living with roommates before. So, you know, I had a bed and pretty much nothing else. And my dad came to visit and he was like, oh, you don't have anywhere to sit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And I didn't really think about it. Then I was at work and I get a call from like Sears. Oh, no. (laughs) So good. And so they're like, yeah, we have a delivery for you when we'd like to schedule it. I'm like, what is it? And they're like, oh, it's um, it's a chair. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, yeah, uh, from Whitney. And it's my dad's name. It's a girl's name, but okay, come well, on. Clearly it's also just, a man's okay. name. Um, Whitney. Uh, and I'm like, all right. I was working downtown at the time. So I'm like, do you mind if I just like pop by and like take a look at what it is <laughs> before you send it? <laughs> so I go over to Sears and uh, – find the guy and he's like yeah i'll take you to it and we go over and it's this big overstuffed pink recliner but it's for nursing mothers what? <laughs> it was like i have no children for the listeners i've ha- you know i have not been nursing moms get um, everything yeah but it was like this big kind of and I love my dad. I have to say, yeah. preface this. Not, I, no, that's I don't a, know an incredibly sweet thing to and, do. But you just know, he just looked at it and thought, "Oh, this looks like a real comfortable chair." You know, like it was a rocking chair. It was like really comfortable, and he just saw comfort. But yeah, the guy at the place was like, "Oh, you're not pregnant." Like he like was totally like, "This is like a chair that people buy when they're having a kid." So I ended so up funny. Yeah, I ended up calling my dad and saying, "Thanks, but I'm just going to switch this to something else here, you know, because I want something where more than one person can sit on it, you know. It was a, like it was a good out." Yeah. <laughs> but but, yeah. You, but you, two people could sit on it with one of them was a baby. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that was Yeah, so he had nice. you there. You could have invited yeah. your baby friends over. Oh. <laughs> it's like this like that's the perfect worst gift where you yeah. just feel 
like, oh, I love you, but thoughtful, yeah, expensive, a swing and a miss. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) amazing. It's almost as good as the time my stepmother gave my younger brother, and this is like when we were in elementary school, maybe early high school. The autobiography of Dan Quayle. Wow. Wow. She was a refugee. (laughs) She'd just come to Canada and that was just like a book. And then, you know, she just thought, this is a nice gift. It was probably like in chapters. Exactly. On the, you know, displayed. And it's like, this is fine. This is a book. This is what an eight year old wants the autobiography of Dan Quayle. Maybe she thought it was about birds. (laughs) Yeah. Dan Quayle bird. I love quails. I have totally. a worst present. I didn't even realize it until that very moment. What, what? Um, my mom's been storing boxes for me for over 12 years in her basement. And um, my stepmother, very lovely woman, Angela, gifted me. Angela, I really hope that you see the humor in this. Um, <laughs> it was just after 9-11. And she get, it was the one-year anniversary of 9-11. And she gifted me a framed photograph of the Twin Towers. What? And a memorial book. Uh, it's a soft cover, almost like a graphic novel size of the event. Uh, and it's like, to relive was, I think the title was something like The Tower of Terror or. Oh my goodness. She, obviously, like, she's American and the American psyche has been devastated by that. For, and it was just a year after it and wanting to connect with it and somehow share that experience. And she's very. Uh, very big-hearted woman and lovely and thoughtful and smart and kind. But that's and, terrifying. But yeah, I had, had no idea. And at that point in our relationship, like we didn't really know each other that well. And now, like so much later, I really respect her and really love her. But I remember thinking, like, what am I going to do with this? Well, and that turned into. <laughs> and I guess I kept it because it's still in the box. Yeah, yeah. You read it over and over. And that yeah. framed photo looks beautiful right underneath It's your, right beside uh, my bed, besides the box of unused condoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I use them all. <laughs> I wanted to leave them out, actually, when you were house-sitting. Uh, what if I blew them all up into balloons and made a garland that said, It would have been so funny because I was so tired when I got home, and I probably would have laughed and cried at the same time at the idea of how funny that was, but also having to clean it up. And being like, how do I untie these and roll them back up to use them? <laughs> I don't have a worse present. That's wonderful. And let's just roll right into Puppo of the Week. Okay. Jasmine, who's your Puppo? Well, the obvious choice would be my puppy. <laughs> but she's already been Puppo of the Week. Yeah. So. You can give her a shout out. Yeah. To that nose that like <sighs> yeah. twists to smell things. It's so Akiko. cute. She's very sweet. Yes. And her nose is like, I don't know. She's just like always exploring with her nose from the couch and she can like smell when any little piece of food has hit the floor. It's advanced. So yeah, she's pretty special. But other puppos. It's funny. I didn't plan for this puppo of the week business. We've never done it before. I know. It's funny. We're thinking about trying it out. Um, I'm going to say that my puppo is my boyfriend. He's the best puppo. He's a real puppo. He's a real puppo. And um, yeah, he does so many good things. He makes good music and makes good art. And he's lovely. And hopefully one day maybe he'll be on the show so you guys can get to know great. about his He's puppoism. been in this apartment. He has been in this apartment. 
so playing that's, music. So yeah, a closer, closer step than most people exactly. get to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's been able to check it out. Do you want to like plug his stuff? Oh yeah, of course. Wanna... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the easiest his name is very long, and so it's really can be challenging to find him on the internet. His name is Chris Von Zombathy. But you can probably go to fakecoke.com. <laughs> That's his like short URL and it'll redirect you to his website. PG thirteen maybe R rated sometimes drawings, but just a warning. That's just a not safe for work warning. It's nothing bad. They're very You're clever drawings though. Very good drawings, but I just don't want you to open like Oh a, yeah. If any kids a, listen to this podcast, what are you doing? Yeah, just don't do that. Yeah. No, um, you're the coolest. Never stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can I go guess. there. And find him and look at his cool stuff. Yeah, he's a cool artist. I've been uh, creeping on his art for years. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Alicia, who's your papo? I don't even know. Banam? I didn't see Banam when I was in, and was Carnival in Quebec, but I didn't see any any action in Montreal or any... Sexual um, action. Yeah. (laughs) Banam? I don't know. Like, I just feel like everybody's papo right now. Mm -hmm. Um... My papo of the week is all the papos. <laughs> <laughs> Every single papo. It's very inclusive. My papo of the week is uh, all the people that look after Hank and are so sweet to him. That's so you and Jay and everybody and all the people that stop on the street and all the people that want to touch a puppy, they're papos too. He met a, an entire family of tourists at Burnaby Lake <laughs> oh. and um, jumped on all of them. <laughs> That's his thing. Uh, English was not their first language, and they kept referring to him as a baby. And I was like, yeah, he's a baby. And then they're like, he's a baby baby. And I was like, he's a baby baby. And yeah, I, I think because like, he's at the size where a lot of dogs are forever at that size, and mm-hmm. people are they're like, oh, what a cute dog. And then when he won't stop jumping on them, and he might <laughs> progress to biting them, they're yeah. like, oh, he's like a puppy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's... Not smart. <laughs> it's funny how you can determine if someone's a dog person or not, like based on what they say to you. They'll say like, oh, how many months is he versus like, oh, is this a puppy? And you're yeah. like, you're a ding dong. <laughs> you don't know nothing. Um, I've got another uh, repeat papo. Okay. My papo is Nightcat. Oh, is Nightcat oh. back? Nightcat's back. All the animals are back. It really feels like some sort of Muppet christmas special in my apartment because we had hopefully the last big snow of the year and uh we had been house sitting and we came home and there was a bunch of snow here and i nightcat had been in the apartment but i was out at the doctor's and i came back and nightcat was gone i went out onto my balcony there's snow everywhere and i just said nightcat and she came out from the bushes walked straight up to me i picked her up and i held her like a baby and (laughs) That's magical that she now comes to the name Nightcat because I still don't know what her real name is. Uh, Bitey McBiterson. She only bathed that once. Hurt so much. Well, I've learned how to uh, get on her good side now is just hold her like a baby. And it's so (laughs) cute. Her fur is so long now. She doesn't look dumb anymore. It's super cute. And then also uh, Plumpo and Jumpo have been stopping by. Squirrel came by in the snow and it was so cute. Uh, And Plumpo and Jumpo's babies are coming now too. And which is so adorable that two generations of birds now know to get peanuts here. And like they just know from birth 
I don't know. I know Peanut these house. have all been my papos, but I haven't seen them in the snow before. So it's sort of like they're all framed differently. It's so much cuter. I don't know why. Because <laughs> they like brave the elements to come here. I guess our apartment's like a safe house. And yeah. I'm like that guy from Fraggle Rock. But really, you're just fattening them up, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> peanuts didn't hurt anyone. But we don't feed uh, Night Cat. Okay. She comes just to hang out. One day I'll learn her name, hopefully. Cat's going to have more than one family and more than one name, though. Yeah, it's true. Her name is Night Cat. Yeah. And she doesn't even come only at night anymore, so. Day Cat. Day Cat. Maybe just Cat. <laughs> Life Cat. Time Cat. I don't know. Time Cat. She's Time Cat. I'm going to vote Time Cat. <laughs> For president? President. Well, anything's, well, yeah. anything's better yeah. than you know how. I don't know who you're talking about. I've never heard of them. <laughs> Canada. Don't know about these things. Yeah, what, we don't have the president? news. <laughs> what's a president? Oh, you know what's so weird? All these photos of my uh, <laughs> high school teacher hanging out with that ding dong, <laughs> and all the memes he that touched him. Yeah, and all the the thing that really bothers me is there's all those photos of the split second before Justin Trudeau shook Trump's hand, where he's just looking at it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, what a statement he made," and it's like, "No, that was." Right before he like grabbed his hand and shook it like with a big goofy grin, and it's like he wasn't making a statement. There, yeah. there, he like is buddies. Anyway, I'm getting too political. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Jasmine, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. It's been Thank fun. you this so much for first... coming to the to this house. This is this your this first, first podcast? podcast ever? Really? You did amazing. Thank Better you. than most. You should be on more. past listeners. I have two other podcasts scheduled this week. Isn't that weird? What? I've really never weird. done it before, and then I have two and to all different subjects. So, you should have your own like... podcast. Yeah, you really mm. should. Add another thing to your incredibly yeah. <laughs> busy schedule while you try to heal from an injury and surgery. Foot chat. But yeah, thanks. It was a good place to like break myself. Hopefully in. they're mo- more professional. <laughs> There's no way they'll be no, better than us. No. Yeah, maybe yeah, more professional. Yeah. Not as famous. Good. Nowhere near as famous. No. Just wear a hat to go outside now. <laughs> it was just because my hair was greasy. <laughs> shut up. You shut up. I'm going to hurt your arm later. Um, <laughs> no. This is one of my favorite podcasts. Podcasts I listen to. Podcast. 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 Yeah. Galcast. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I'm in, tr- so. in trouble, I think, because I said I was going to hurt Jessica. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, good. <laughs> if people want to find you online, oh, um, probably Instagram is good. Jasmine Lukuku. And that is spelled J A S M I N E L U K U K U. It's fun to say and fun to spell. Such a nice name. <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably the best. And then from there, you can find my other random stuff. Yeah. yeah. And if you are interested in food and health and also decadence, I highly recommend The Blenderist because you cross the line between really healthy, beautiful food and then just things that I want to eat every day. So much chocolate. Yeah. Oh, chocolate is one of my favorite recipes that I've never made. I just look at it all the time. I'll make it one day. Yeah. I just, I do a lot of creeping on food, but then not eating it. <laughs> so yeah. it's perfect. It's you perfect take beautiful me. photographs and Thank really you. well executed recipes. Thank you. People's made the biggest mistake. There's too many Fashion. ingredients in the recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Well, I think Hank's Hank's ready to come out. All right. Um, <laughs> Hank's been in my butt this whole time. It's hot in there. Jessica, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, if anyone wants to buy the album that we most recently put out, J2, uh, supplies are running low. So uh, get on that. Yeah. Um, 
we have no shows booked right now. So just uh, order it online or through Bandcamp. Yeah, through Bandcamp. 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 What about you? Uh, next show at Hot Art City is February 24th. Uh, it's a Just for Laughs Festival, Just for Laughs Northwest Festival. Uh, Ryan Gunther and Jane Stanton are the two guests I have booked so far. Very, very funny, very different comedians. I have some stuff booked somewhere else. I forget. <laughs> I forget every time. I'm like, sh- I want to say Shawinigan, but that's not where I'm going. It's <laughs> not a thing. Is that a Shemanus? I don't remember. Shawinigan? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Shemimimans. Yeah. So All I'll remember. Right. I'll remember eventually. <laughs> <laughs> just in time good. to go to the show <laughs> guys thanks so much for listening if you like our podcast uh send us cute pictures of animals uh rate us on itunes favorably if you don't like our podcast i'm sorry eat a dick whoa <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well you eat a dongle hungry <laughs> you eat a dongle yeah eat a horn <laughs> yeah eat this horn <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise it makes <laughs> you just killed jasmine <laughs>